Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Classic Gaming Podcast. I'm Robert Ring. With me, as always, are Jay Totoro. Woo! And Blake Corey. <laughs> Woo! Oh, hey, 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 hey. Now you're going to confuse people. <laughs> well, i got to mention before I forget, uh, as always, our uh, intro music is from Alone in the Chaos. And also, today's date is April 23rd. I wrote the intro music, by the way. I freehand wrote You're it. You're a fraud. I did all the camera work for our intro. <laughs> for our music. Uh, I got a new keyboard. You remember how I broke mine? Oh, yeah, when you raged that one night? No, it was because I spilled orange juice on it, remember? Orange juice or orange soda? Uh, juice. Juice is less acceptable. <laughs> I got a... Actually, I, I'm really happy with the keyboard. I got a WASD. And like the WASD? Yeah, yeah. That's clever. Like that's the, well, that's like that's the name of the. Like, yeah, I get it. It's clever. Anyways, and uh, I've I've had this is my third mechanical keyboard, and I think this is maybe my favorite one so far. Did you ever have one of the Steel Series ones? Yeah, I had one of the Steel I Series really ones. Like. I was really happy. Like I'm I'm kind of on the fence right now uh, regarding whether I like that one better or this one. Wow. Um, this one's really good. The the bad thing about the Steel Series was like after a year, it just went dead on me. Really? I've had this one for, like, several years now, and I've, like, done the... You cannot even imagine what I've done to this keyboard, and it still works. Like, yeah. mine, clear... It wasn't from anything I did. Like, it just flat-out died one day. Wow. And, uh... I've only had this one... I just got it in two days ago, so, I, so I'm still getting used to it, but I'm really loving it so far. Good. I had a... I, got a, I actually had a DOS in between, and it wasn't as good as I... Th- I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. <laughs> but anyway... You want, you want to hear it? You want to hear it? No, I kind of do, but I'm, I'm, I can only get so erect at once, so i got to be really careful here. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, I was listening to this caster today. He was casting StarCraft, and he kept using the word erect like to erect buildings. <laughs> but like he did like this awkward pause after he'd say it, and it was so – I don't know if he realized it or like what. Like he thought he was making a joke every single time? Like I think just... he didn't know. I think he was just that out of it. Like He was just like, oh, he's erecting that building, and he's like, it's so erect right now. I'm like, what? Like... <laughs> he had to have known what he was doing. I hope so. Um, oh. How have you guys been? Good. Like, how are Blake? you? Pretty all right. Yeah. Pretty all right. What do you mean, pretty all right? You should be the best <laughs> week of your life. I have had a pretty crazy week. Yeah. I crazy, guess. crazy good week. Crazy good. Yeah. I didn't say it was crazy bad. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah. Why don't you tell us? Um, well, my Twitch channel finally got partnership. It's Woo! like going through. <laughs> I signed uh, the contract and everything today. So that should be going through, like, tomorrow, I hope. So exciting, dude. That's legit. It's so super exciting. I cannot believe it. And it's, like, a week before my one-year anniversary of streaming now, too. Nice. What's your average yeah. viewership? Like, 300 to 500? Um, two to 400, okay. thereabouts. That's awesome. You would know that if you watched it. I do watch it, but usually when I <laughs> tune in, it's, like, the end of it, and people are leaving. So I usually tune awesome. in like when I'm doing other stuff and I like stop in, say hi, and then like just kind of keep it going while like kind of like listen to it in the background while I'm like okay, doing okay, the computer. Okay, Robert. You don't watch uh, you don't like esports. So uh, so be sure to sub to uh, Blake's channel on Twitch, which is Twitch TV slash Slackaholicus. Correct. Uh, you've been doing some Binding of Isaac practice lately, right? Yeah, a lot of it, like exclusively. Cool. How's it going? Yeah. You, is, um, there's a race coming up, correct? Yeah, I'm actually racing Cobalt Streak this Friday at 7.30. Oh, shit. Hey, remind us when you do that. I would love to watch, actually. Wait, yeah. Did you say it's on Friday? Chat. Yeah. On oh, Friday. Robert's like, I always something to do. 
This is like the, uh, I can't think of a good, like... Friday Night Fight Light? This is like watching, I don't know. Machiel versus Pacquiao versus... Like Bowl, basically, that never got to happen of Binding of Isaac. You've never, you, ha- you still haven't ever raced him before, right? I've raced him once a long time ago. Oh, really? In uh, one of the old monthlies, the old Boiler monthlies, and I beat him. Nice. Wow. Yeah. So the only time we've ever met up is in a race where I beat him. So this is pretty huge. So if you're list- so if you're listening to this and you're not familiar with it, Blake and uh, Cobalt Streak were the only two undefeated people in the Binding of Isaac League racing last season. Until I, I think I guess it was the semifinal round for both of you yeah. guys. Both of y'all got knocked out, and you were going against each other. Like, you were on opposite sides of the bracket, so... Yeah, so if play. we had both won, we would have faced each other in the finals. And it, would, it would have been undefeated yeah. versus undefeated. Uh-huh. That would be pretty sick. But who has the hotter girlfriend and nicer car? Um, I don't know about the car, but <laughs> I, I definitely win the first one. <laughs> and the better beard, I have to say. Uh, well, well, that's all that matters. He does have a yeah. beard, and your beard is better. That is That is true. That is straight up facts. That's, that is a fact. Uh, I think probably better forearms as well. <laughs> I don't know about that. Damn, dude. Just call him out on everything. Oh, you He's suck? Going in. You're bad and you should feel bad? <laughs> no, I, I was saying Blake does. Oh, okay. Like, Psychoholicus has a better forearms. Even still. Uh, he's also on a better podcast. <laughs> oh, I see what you're there. <laughs> that much is another guarantee. That is definitely true. So, uh, I have played a little bit more Kingdom Hearts. I just want to go ahead and get this out of the way so I don't have to rage battle here. Wow. And, like, I'm starting to feel like Charlie Brown, like, trying to kick the football every time. And every single time, they like, what's-her-name just pulls it out from under him. Because, like, I keep trying to give it another chance, another chance, and it just keeps, like, presenting me with just as bad, if not worse, things. You know... Like I got. My friend says he hates you because you hate that game. By the way. Well, I hate him. So (laughs) he's a really attractive white male. So I got to Agrabah, and that level was. That's a fun ass town, especially the boss fight. Shut up. I'm serious. I love that place. Boss fight was all right. That's the only good thing about it. The the dungeon's kind of fun. It's kind of frustrating. No, the dungeon's horrible. It is funny on the boss fight when the genie is attacking you and he's apologizing about it the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and then after that was, uh, Pinocchio. The, the way that place is pretty good, too. No, it's terrible. Like, if you fall off a ledge, then you have to backtrack, like, three yeah, whole welcome parts. Welcome to Kingdom I Hearts. remember hating that zone, too. Thank you. That was my favorite part about that zone. Oh, and I had the unfortunate <laughs> uh, fortune of, of of seeing Cloud. Oh, yeah. I, oh, killed, like, yeah. a dagger in the heart. Yeah, I killed him. Good. You should have slid his throat. That's what I did. And of course, he's even more emo than Sora. Did you they, fight Sephiroth? They completely ruined him. No, I haven't. Sephiroth fought. will drop a fat deuce on you. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> so I'm, I'm think, like, I don't know if I can keep pushing through any longer. Really. I don't know why you keep trying. I told you it's not that good now. Like, it's, it was good when you're like freaking twelve. It's not no, it good. Wasn't. Like, not... your, ter- your opinion is just gone. I will say, I, I kind of like the Winnie the Pooh. World, just because you like the shittiest world. Oh my god! It's cool because the music is really good there, and like the scenery is really pretty. And Winnie the Pooh is pretty cool. No, no, it's not. But that's that's like the only good thing about the game that I've seen so far, and you only get to experience it in like forty-five second spurts. Uh, also, real quick, 
I'm on the stupidest conceivable boss battle on Final Fantasy Tactics as well. Okay, if you Uh-oh. talk about Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts on the same night, I'm probably going to leave Gaul. I'm sorry. However good Final Fantasy Tactics is, this boss fight is asinine. Which one are you doing? It's the one where you get two-shotted. Okay, there's a lot of those. So you got to be a oh, little more specific. Wait a minute. It's, it's just one-on-one. I don't want to say the Oh, oh you're uh-huh. in Weegrass! You're going to get poopied on! Dude, oh, <laughs> God, that fight is so hard. I'm like, I'm not going to say it. Section. I'm not going to say it. Oh, you're oh, fighting Weegrass! Dude, that fight is fucking hard as crap. Oh, my Tell God. Tell me you have a backup save. I have yeah. four backup saves. Okay, you good. are so fortunate. That fight is incredibly hard. Ever since I... Uh, on on uh, The Secret of Monkey Island 2, when I was little, I was, like, almost about to beat the game. And I went to load my game, and I accidentally pressed save instead of load. And I saved <laughs> my game at the very beginning, and I cried because I was little. That was the last yeah. time I ever only had one save in a game. Did you, um, did you, have you actually beat him in the no. 1v1 section? Okay, so, Helmet. there's a, okay, that's not the boss fight. one time. That's the pre-boss fight. I know. Yeah, okay. It, it only gets worse. Uh, it's stupid. There's even crazier sections later on, though. I think yeah. that boss fight's the hardest. I don't know if I believe that. I don't even know if I believe that. It. one might be the, that one Dude, might be the Titan, worst, but when he cast oh, on, uh, the roof later. I'm trying to think. Oh, you're talking about the... Well, yeah, but and if you... right before that. Well, Yeah, but the thing right is, like, with that fight in particular, there's certain things you can do other than just beating him. That... Like, if you're telling me there are worse boss battles than this, then I might not even keep playing the game. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Like, you, dude, it's a hard game. You make me want to... Blake, when do you want to play hardcore mode, dude? <laughs> oh, God, no. Uh, uh, when I have time, which is basically never... If you streamed hardcore mode, I'm pretty sure you would get, like, 420 viewers. At once. <laughs> like, nice number. True story. To test out my keyboard, I actually played Binding of Isaac last night. <laughs> nice. I was like, what's the one where I have to press more than like one or two buttons? And I didn't really feel like playing StarCraft. I was like, Binding of Isaac will work. How fast did you die? Uh, I got to like the fourth uh, level. Oh, God. I actually had a pretty good... I had, like, I had actually really good abilities and everything, but then I just kind of like screwed it up and ended up dying. Yeah. That's uh, Isaac. Yeah, that's it. Um, did you did did you guys know there was a GOG sale recently? Uh, yeah, they actually had a lot of games that I bought from them already. I was kind of upset. Oh, really? That's how. <laughs> yeah, usually I remember hearing thing. about some sale. Yeah, they had one where they would have like uh two like groups of three games, and you would vote on which one you wanted to be on sale, uh, and like whichever one got the most votes would be like really that's on right. sale, and the other one would just be a little bit. Let me see. I picked up. Oh, I picked up. Uh, ro- Wait no, I don't know if this was from that actually. I got Roller Coaster Tycoon two. I'm not sure. Ooh, the second one's really good. I've heard it's that's really the good. best. Yeah. And I bought the uh, Gabriel Knight series. Oh, that's so right. Really they had a game on there that I wanted to buy. I should go buy that tonight. Really looking forward to playing those. Uh, Dungeon Keeper's on sale. <coughs> well, was on sale. We already own it, so. Uh, Dungeon Keeper two's on sale. I own that one too. Dungeon Keeper three's on sale. I don't think there's any such thing. Yeah, there's not such thing. Uh, all right. Well, um, you want to talk about some news? Sure. All right. That would be good. A few quick things. Uh, two days ago, for us, April 21st, you guys know what was special about that day? Have you heard about it? I didn't know this until I was listening. I was listening to the Giant Bomb cast today at work. And they no, what is it? said something about it. It was the 25th anniversary of Game Boy. Wow. Yeah, I read that. 
What was your favorite Game Boy game? Kirby, one of the Kirby games was hella fun. The old school and like the original, the OG. Yeah. yeah. Kirby, I love playing Kirby. On Kirby was a really good game. That actually Kirby pinball game, too. pinball game, or no, it wasn't another, pinball. No, it was just regular Kirby, dude. Okay. Man, oh, that game was so fun. Oh my god. The only Game Boy games I really played there was Final Fantasy Legend, which was <laughs> for their OG Game okay. Boy. Yeah. I didn't know that. And Pokemon. <laughs> Ooh, okay, that, that's a good one. No, hey, yeah. hey, whoa, whoa. That's a good one. I uh, my so favorite I would one, probably go with Pokemon. My favorite was Mario. That was, that oh, was I they, hated the Mario game. Really? I thought Dude, it was Mario really, was really good on that. I thought, it, I thought that was a really good Mario game that they had on there. I like the oh. Wario game that they had on that that Game Boy. Oh, I, I also had this Wario. game called. It was like a puzzle game called. I think it was Cubert. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, no, no, no. Cubert's where you hop on the pyramid, right? Yeah. This wasn't yeah. that. This was something else. Maybe Intelligent Cube was a puzzle game. Nah, it was where you had tell. to move. The, you were this little guy, and you had to move blocks around. Anyway, so that was. So that happened. That, that was, that was <laughs> so that happened. Um, <laughs> there's this project. Story. There's a project going on on GitHub right now uh, called Freeablo. These guys are remaking the engine of the original Diablo One, because like if you have the game now. I get, like, modern computers, like, it won't run. Diablo won't run on them. Yeah. Really? Warcraft 3 has a similar problem. Okay. And, oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So basically um, making it for the new age? Well, they're not... Well, they're only making the engine. So you have to have the game with all, like, the assets, like, all the art and everything. Okay. And this is just the engine, so it'll actually put everything together and run them. It's not finished yet, but, uh... It's in progress. You can you can find it at it's github.com slash waybags slash free Waybags like as in like whey protein. It's W H E Y bags slash free F R E E A B L O. I put it in the show notes so you don't have to remember Thanks. that. I appreciate that. I couldn't spell that. Uh, <laughs> what I just learned about today, uh NES Remix two, uh which is on Wii is gonna be on Wii U. Comes out uh, in two days, April twenty fifth. Um, you guys don't sound like you just wait. What game? It's NES Wii? Remix two. It's a downloadable for oh. uh, on Wii U. So it's like they have so like remix. So like the first one, NES Remix came out uh, just in December, and it what it has like a lot of classic Nintendo games, but it also has like special modes on some of them where like. Instead of just playing the game, it'll, like, have some challenge that you have to do. The last one had, like, Mario, of course, and, like, Zelda, and Excite Bike and stuff like that. Uh, this one's going to have Dr. Mario, Ice Hockey, Ooh. Kid Icarus, Kirby's Adventure, Mario Open Golf, Metroid, Punch-Out!, Super Mario Brothers: The Lost Levels, Super Mario Brothers 2, Super Mario Brothers 3, Wario's Woods, and Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. How frustrating was Kid Icarus? Actually, like, sounds pretty sick. I never played Kid Icarus. I oh, was, was saved so from that torture. <laughs> I played it, oh like, a few times. Like, I didn't own it, but I, I played it just a few times where, like, I could see how hard it was. Like, it's, like, you know, have fun with it for a few minutes, and then... The creatures were so ridiculous, and they had, like, the most the stupidest freaking movement patterns. It's like Castlevania, but if the mobs had even worse pathing. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. Uh, I think, let me see if there's anything else. Oh, there is one more thing. Uh, there's, uh, so this group called Quadrazid, they broke, uh, the Half-Life speedrun record by eight minutes. 
What? Pretty huge. It's it What's was, the record? It was 29 minutes, and they did it in 21 minutes. I'm surprised people haven't done it in, like, three minutes, like, finding, like, all the wall glitches or something. That's the, this, so this is the original Half-Life. Well, that's what they did to get it oh, okay. slow. That's what I thought. They found, like, like lots of wall glitches and, like, crouch glitches and stuff like that. Okay. They were able to complete the game in 21 minutes. Uh, the, according to their little description, it says it took them four years to, like, get, to, like, get everything perfected. <laughs> Pretty sure that's a bachelor's degree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... But anyway... Cool Can you imagine job. if you lost your record after that long? Good job. <laughs> You're just like, fuck. Uh, I would... I don't know. What, I don't know what do I do. What I would do with myself. Do you know what the new glitch was they found that saved them eight minutes? Uh, I don't like, think was it was just a huge sequence break, or no? I don't think it was any one particular glitch. I think it was just like a lot of different things. Let's see. Uh, jump spam, duck spam. This is so. I originally read this news on Polygon, uh, and I read some of it about it on their YouTube channel as well. There were jump glitches, duck glitches, uh, 180 degree turns for Goss boost. I don't know what that is. Uh, and then, like, they just knew, they, like, also, apparently, just knew the game so well, like, they would want, like, they would, like, headshot every, like, monster that they came in contact with. Although, actually, the, I don't know if headshot, actually, I take that back, I don't think headshots did anything special. But anyway, they just, like, it was a combination of lots of glitches and also just having the game down, like, pat and being yeah. able to, like, kill bad guys with no problem whatsoever. Uh, that's, that's it. You guys got anything? All right. Um. Games we played. No. I played Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Let's hear about it. Uh, I turned it on, it and then I decided to do a 360 and sit back down. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Let's... <laughs> so you sat down facing the wall yeah. when you sat down. And oh, I... you did a 360. So you 360, not a 180. There you go. I was like, Rob, you're not that dumb. So you sp- please, please. Rob. Speaking of master's degrees. But so you so you spun in a circle and sat down. Yeah, I spun in a circle, sat down, and then walked away. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Blake, you get to go first. <laughs> oh, why? Any poop stain? Um, I played uh, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. Oh, nice. Oh. It's Is this a game you played in the past? Um, I have played it before. I played I know, the yeah. crap out of it when I was a kid. I grew up absolutely loving the game. It's what really shaped the Zelda genre for me. It's like what I expected out of the game. So as it changed, as the genre changed with like the th- when it went to 3D and it got a completely different director, I meant to look into the directors and see who they used to be and who they are now for the series. But uh as it changed, it did a lot of different stuff that I didn't like. The stuff that I liked about Link to the Past. So first off to kind of set it up for anybody that doesn't know what Link to the Past is, first of all, what's wrong with you? Robert. Huh? Yeah, big surprise. Thanks. I'll be sure to tune you out later too, asshole. <laughs> I know I had to turn um, my head to cough in so I didn't hear what Jay said. Turn his head and cough, you heard him. <laughs> <laughs> Took you a second, Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, back to Link to the Past, Blake. Before Robert rudely interrupted you. Right. Um, it's a adventure game. It's a top-down adventure game, 2D. And you play as Link. Big surprise. And the game opens spoiler. Up spoiler. With, I, oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. And the game opens up with you being like, 
asleep in your bed, and then you get this psychic message. And it's Princess Zelda being like, hey, save me, save me, save me. <sighs> so you jump out of bed. Your uncle runs off and is like, well, I'm going to go save the princess because I don't know, whatever. Best. And he goes off. He gets his ass kicked and dies. You find him dying, and he gives you a shield and a sword. And that's when the adventure kind of starts. You go, you save the princess, you find out what's happening. There's this evil wizard that's taking over the kingdom, and you're the only one that can stop him. You have to go find these three things. <clears throat> and eventually you get taken to another world where you have to collect eight things. There's a very big map. It's kind of like an action version of Super Metroid or... A, like a top-down version of Super Metroid, kind of. Instead of being like a platforming game, it's just a top-down experience. You don't have to jump around to all these different things. I always thought of these Super Metroid and Link to the Past as kind of similar in that they are big open worlds where they're not trying to tell this story to you necessarily. It's more about the experience of going into these dungeons, solving these puzzles, exploring all the places around the towns, talking to all the people, getting all the, uh, trying to find all the bottles in the game, all of the heart pieces, stuff like that. And that's what I always liked most about these two games, is that it was just like you going through a world. And there wasn't a lot of direction to it. In Zelda, there's more than in Metroid, I would say, because you have people saying, well, you need to go get these three things so that you can do the next big part of your adventure. And you're like, well, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But then how you go about doing those things and figuring <sighs> out how you're supposed to is, like, where the whole thing, the whole experience of those two games was for me. I've always loved... Just the openness and the lack of direction in those kind of games. And as Zelda went on, they changed that a lot, especially after uh, Ocarina of Time, I think. I actually Ocarina never, of Time I haven't is, played anything past Ocarina of Time. Wow. I've touched Majora's Mask, but I don't like it because it is so... Don't you... Don't, let's not talk about that. Uh, <laughs> because it is so heavily railroaded and... Amazing and too good for you. And terrible, and I hate And you the best game die. probably ever made. Um, but yeah, as the series went on, it changed from like this big open world with not a lot of stuff to like even in Ocarina of Time, this part became really apparent and really bad. They like tried to characterize so much, and they tried to tell this big epic. And that's not what the series used to really be about, which is what lost me as Zelda went on. Um, but well, Link to the minute. Past is... Oh, you don't think, oh. you don't consider like Zelda 1 and, and this one to be like epic kind of stories? They're an ad epic adventure, but they're not <sighs> epic stories really. They're not like Ganon is watching and the princess and talking to the king and oh my god, there's the villain right there. It, like, tries to make Ganon into a character when in the old ones... Oh, I gotcha. So you mean, like, it's like kind of like like the storytelling style as opposed to... A lot to of it, yeah. Story. I gotcha, okay. Yeah. So, like, in the newer Zeldas, you'll see a lot more characters instead of just... There's a person over here who can do a thing for you if you figure out a thing. Like, in Link to the Past, you find a bard who has an ocarina. 
go figure. And <laughs> he's he's not a developed character. He doesn't really have a personality. Right. He's just there. You see a thing happen with him, an interesting thing. But later on, and as the series goes on, you have characters like Tingle or the Happy Mask Sailor. I loved Tingle and the Happy. Oh my Shut God. up! Shut up! Tingle Jay. is the best. Shut what? your mouth! I no, I know what you Kick mean, him out like... of the call. Like the old ones, it was like you would I like map. just happen to find an object or something, and it would be like doo 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 doo, and then you get that sweet object. But it doesn't like have to. Ma- it doesn't like make a huge deal out of it. Like, like you know, big overblown characters, like trying to make it seem like something huge is happening all the time. It's just kind of yeah. like you're trying. It's like the story itself is sort of like epic scope. Like you're saving the whole kingdom or whatever. You're but saving it doesn't the entire tr- kingdom. You're discovering the golden power. There's but it's very focused just on, on you doing little things sequ- yeah. sequentially to get there. <coughs> Haters. Uh, bad taste. Uh, you have bad taste. Uh, Haters. Uh, it's uh, coming from the guy who doesn't like Metal Gear Solid. Just keep that in mind. No one likes Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> have you noticed that yet? No one. Notice how they haven't made any new ones yet? What, uh, <laughs> what? what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know if joking... Or or just dumb. <laughs> or just dumb. <laughs> so yeah, that's the thing that uh, the big thing that I hated as the series has gone on, which gotten better. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I hate <laughs> when things. Suck I hate when things get better. <laughs> it, it the the scope of the series they completely changed the approach to the adventure of Link. I never I never really does. thought about it in those terms. But that's a really good point. It's the only thing I don't like about it, and I still like Ocarina of Time. I prefer Link to the Past over it, uh-huh. but I do like a lot of what it does. And then Majora's Mask like goes completely off the rails from the old style, and uh, it's just lost me ever since. Uh-huh. Yeah, some things don't need to be changed, especially by some dumbass director who doesn't like the old games whatsoever. But anyway, Link to the Past... the the one thing that I've always worried about when I return to this game, and the last two times I've gone back to it, it's been very true. And this is something that is true of the entire series. The puzzles uh, have stagnated really badly. Like, for for me personally, obviously I played through Link to the Past more than a few times. I know everything to expect in it. I know where to go, and that does take away a very big part of the experience of playing the game. Of like, I know where everything in the, is in the world. I know where to get all the magic stuff. <sighs> I know where to go to get the sword upgrades. I know yeah, exactly. Take a lot away from it. Yeah, that's a very big problem with returning to Zelda games in general. But I also think that as the series has gone on, like I've watched people play a lot of the newer ones, and the puzzles just don't feel any different since Ocarina. It's a lot of you have a bow and arrow. That wall over there has a little thing a with an eyeball <laughs> on it. I wonder if I'm supposed to shoot the eye. Oh, what do you know? I did, and it opened. It made a chest pop up for me. Yay! Clever. I will say I prefer that to walk around and just burn every single bush you can find. Well, yeah, <laughs> the first Zelda had its share of problems. That I'm one not was even awesome. Into that one. The first Zelda. It was a fun game, extremely outdated, 
but I first time though, passed. first time you played that man, how oh, good yeah. was that game? Oh yeah, I mean definitely oh, yeah, it was, was but you got to that point where you couldn't get anywhere unless you had like a pa- like the Nintendo Power Guide or that, something. Yeah. I did exa- I did literally what you said. I walked around and threw my candle at every yep, every bush single. <laughs> Bush. I bombed every single mountainside uh-huh. wall in the game. It was it had its problems, not to mention it had a bad translation. But I don't think Link to the Past yeah, really had as many issues like that. I remember I loving Link to the game. Past. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you could I've, like you I've could reasonably it beat it without fun. having to like look up a walkthrough. Yeah, that's what I did. The last boss does have some stuff where it's like you need specific upgrades to have a chance. Oh, really? And it's not really talked about. You're just supposed to kind of figure out, like, oh, my arrows aren't doing dick all to them right now. That's probably not good. Stuff like that. It's one or two things in the game are bad. What? 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 Don't hurt me. Sorry for getting hit. I thought I told you to shut your mouth. Don't you listen? <laughs> Do I have to pop you? Robert. Anyway. <laughs> so Jay won't hurt. stop interrupting me, so I'm just saying. Jay, um, be good. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, so, so... I really liked playing it again, but the problem with returning to old games like that, it's not just... like You can't experience it the same way again, and that's a very big part of those games. <laughs> is the experience of going through the world, of discovering all these things, of figuring out all these puzzles. And when you go back to it, even if it's like a decade later, for me personally, all of that stuff is still imprinted in my mind. Like, if you go over here and bomb this wall, you can go in through a secret entrance and find the freeze rod. That's like the first thing I do every time I play the game. So I really like it, but... It's probably my favorite of the series. Ocarina of Time might come close, but they're com- it's just not the series in the same way that I liked it when I grew up. And it's just so difficult to go back to games like that. I had a lot of fun with it, reminiscing mostly, rather than uh, yeah. enjoying the game itself. Yeah, Just like remembering how I felt when I was doing all these yeah, things. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what I'm scared about. Like As we do this more and more, like as the years go by, at what point are none of these games going to be like like seriously like at what point is Final Fantasy Tactics no longer going to be fun? That's uh, that never. that scares me every night and day. Like I I stay up at night like staring at the ceiling going, when is it going to happen? <laughs> like, I think I feel like not having played the game since I was in sixth grade. I think I like right now like I, I feel like I feel the same way as you do pretty much across the board Blake in relation to this game and the Zelda games in general like I remember liking this one definitely the best and having a great time with it I think uh, Ocarina of Time probably comes a close second to it but I am also afraid that like once I do go back to it, I'm gonna be like a little bit disillusioned with how good you know I remember with with how much I liked it originally when it came yeah out. and like that's the thing for me like going into it. The more I got through it, the more I was like, I'm not enjoying the game itself, and I kind of know that. Which, it's not like it, I wasn't enjoying the game. It's just, I'm enjoying remembering playing yeah. it. And s- playing through it is making me remember all this cool stuff more than, <laughs> oh man, this is a really cool puzzle. Oh my god, this is awesome. Uh-huh. Okay. Fair and right. to kind of go back to what Jay was saying, I don't... Uh, see, the reason... That for me, Link to the Past, it was a nostalgia playthrough. 
is because it's it's a completely different game type than tactics. With tactics, like I'm still experiencing that music, that story, yeah, that tone, and the gameplay, and the gameplay. Yeah, Whereas with something like Zelda, <laughs> a lot of that on the original playthrough is going to be exploring the world, learning all of these puzzles and all these little nooks and crannies and tricks and stuff. And it's just a completely different uh, experience compared to Final Fantasy Tactics. Did you play Seasons? Um, no, the only <laughs> Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, any of those ones that I've played uh, was Minish Cap. Okay. Which Seasons was fun. It's very similar to a Link. It's similar that's kind of what style. I've heard. Yeah. yeah. Give it a try. I have it if you want to try it. Well, you live in Africa. Never mind. <laughs> yes, exactly. I live in Africa. Colorado, Africa. First streamer Snowy. from Africa. First Snowy state of Africa. Uh, all right, cool. I think that's a I think that's a fair assessment of uh, of a link to the past. Jay, how about you go Good next? Game. If you wow. played it before, definitely check out Link to the Past. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a must play for sure. I would also agree if you if you've never played it. How can you never say that when I talk about my games, Robert? The hell, your favoritism here. I'm just kidding, Robert. Because all you talk about is Final Fantasy games. Oh my God! <laughs> Listen to this guy, Robert. What am I talking about today? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, do I think you're talking about. Final, I think it's be Final Fantasy something or other. Final Fantasy Tactics Hardcore mode. <laughs> yeah, no? some variation of Final. By the way, it's War of the Lions version that I'm that I'm playing. That's okay, the, the PSP that's version. The right one. That's a good that one. Oh, do you not... like the cutscenes? Yeah, 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 yeah. The cutscenes are really good. Yeah, they don't—they weren't like that in the old school one. Yeah. Okay. So what so have you been playing? Uh, I played. On, you want to give another chance, or do you want to? You want to? You want me to tell you? Chester Cheetah. Ooh, close. Um, so I've been playing Final Fantasy Tactics Starcraft Brood War. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? All right. You like that? Oh my god. Um, yeah, real time. Uh, Real time turn based strategy game. <laughs> <laughs> One sided strategy game. Um, so yeah, for those who don't know, I have a really big RTS background. Um, so, wait, so, so, wait, so just to be clear, you've been playing StarCraft Brood War. StarCraft Brood War, yeah. Okay. StarCraft Brood War. I actually played the OG StarCraft and then I played StarCraft Brood War just like through the campaign. Oh, cool, okay. And, um, it was, it was fun because the thing, when I was younger, when I tried to beat Brood War, I could never in my life beat the last level in Brood War. For those who don't know, it's like, it was incredibly hard. Like, this is back when people didn't know, like, there wasn't as much online activity, so people didn't know about, like, super precise micro and macro and all this stuff. So, like, this last level was, nobody thought they could beat it without using cheat codes. Like, at least when I was a kid. Over the last level of Brood War? Yeah, the last level of Brood War. And this time, I was, like, playing, and I'm just like, because I've, I, I, when I played, for those that don't know, like, I have a big RTS background. Um, I reached Master's level in StarCraft 2, so, like, I'm pretty good at RTSs now. Mm-hmm. It was a joke. Like, it was unbelievably <laughs> easy for me to beat it compared to <laughs> what funny. I remember. That's it was so really funny. Cool. Yeah. Um, but StarCraft Brood War, it's an RTS. Uh, for those who don't know, it's real-time strategy. It's, like, Command and Conquer, Red Alert, that kind of series. Um but for for playing a game like that, it held a lot of nostalgia to it because obviously I was a huge fan of StarCraft. I always have been, and it was really fun to play kind of the old school campaign again and try the older units and try the. So Robert, I don't know if you remember this. In the old one, you could only hold I think it's like eight or twelve units. Yeah, I remember that. Well, <laughs> holy shit, man! <laughs> when you're moving mass armies across the map, you have like six control groups of of units, and it's it was like so it's frustrating. Like, yeah, yeah, like. I play, cause the Zerg one, like you mass links at one point and one level was like really easy if you mass links. I'm like, 
Great. I have 70 Zerglings, five hotkeys, or six hotkeys of just Zerglings. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was really fun, and I tried to make it more fun by doing, like, really wonky builds or, like, rushing really early and just, like, it was so much fun to play through it again. And um, I actually, what's funny is, like, playing that and then playing the Heart of the Swarm campaign and the StarCraft II campaign, I like it more because uh, did you, like you guys more play than StarCraft Two? Yeah, wow. did you guys play the Heart of the Swarm campaign? Uh, no, no. I I'm, so, no, I haven't played it yet. It's like it's it's not as much of an RTS as it is like very situational. Like every level in the in the Heart of the Swarm campaign, I feel like they gave you a unit that you can use, and like as long as you use that one unit properly, you'll beat it without an issue. Uh-huh. Which made it like no fun. Like the old school one, it was like. Hey, you're in this level and shit's coming and you have some new units, but you can use them if you want to. Alright. And it's like, alright, so I'm just gonna kinda do my own thing and I don't know, I just, I feel like the newer campaigns, like I played the newer campaigns on the hardest difficulty and they were easier than the, the Brood War campaign. Like without a doubt. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I didn't play any online Brood War cause I don't wanna get shit stomped, but yeah, it was, it was really, really fun. Favorite unit to micro? Dragoon and Goliath. Holy <laughs> crap! Are, aren't those the worst to micro, especially yeah. the dragoons? Right, like dragoons, they have horrible pathing. If there is a feather on the ground in front of them, they do like this retarded dance, and they like get stuck, and then like they have they have the longest that's, cast time ever. That's for, that's dragoons. Yeah, is I, I I always was like upset when they took away dragoons, but I can understand why. Like their cast time was so long that like if you interrupt it at any point, they're like, oh okay, I'm just not gonna fire. I'm just gonna stand here like a moron. And oh, is it long? Yeah, it was, it was really, really stupid. Um, Music-wise, I mean, it's Brewdor. If, if you haven't listened to Brewdor music, it's really good, especially yeah. for the time. It came out like, 98, 99. Um, what else? Graphics is fun. Cutscenes are, you know, it's it's earlier, late 90s, early 2000s, so good graphics. Gameplay was phenomenal. I don't know if I can agree with you on the graphics. What, that they're good? Yeah. For the time, I mean, they're not I good don't know. now. Like, for the time, they were, like... Oh, they were fine. I wouldn't say good. Really? I thought they were good for an RTS. Uh, My I mean, because RTS is. I don't like, know. I don't really stuff. like. I guess when I played, I don't really know what I don't. I, I like when I played it. I guess nothing stood out to me. Like it, didn't, they didn't stand out to me as bad. But I wasn't like, oh, look at the graphics. I thought the cutscenes were really good when I was younger, at least. But now, I don't know, like, like the, especially the now. colonies, like the buildings bleeding and shit back then was so cool. Like when you played Zerg and like buildings got low in health and they start like gushing blood and stuff. That was yeah, that cool. I mean that was cool. But like especially looking at it now, like it's pay, I feel like I can hardly even look at the game anymore. Really, you're cra- like I guess graphics really don't see graphics are like not a big thing to me. I don't know why. Like I just gameplay is like the most important thing for me. I guess I just didn't even notice that it was that bad. I guess. I don't like like I said. I don't think it really was when it came out, but I don't think it was anything. I don't think it was particularly good either. <clears throat> well, if you're a big RTS fan um, and graphics aren't an issue for you, it's really good. It's so much fun, and it is. It still holds some difficulty to it in certain areas, and um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. You should go back and play it again sometime, Robert. I like. I don't have a problem with bad like fidelity in graphics, but I don't. I just like I, I like because like for instance, looking at Mario or the original Zelda, I don't look at them like, oh, it's so ugly. But like StarCraft and Brood War now, when I look at them, I'm like, those are ugly games. It might just be just me. It might, actually, it might be just me that I just don't care that much. Uh, I played 
uh, StarCraft. I didn't. Get, I don't think I got to the Brood War campaign, but I played the original StarCraft. I guess it was probably like uh, two years ago. Okay. And the thing that stuck out to me playing it was it went because so at that time that was when like you and I both played StarCraft two a whole lot still. Like we were both really into that game. Uh, obviously, it was you know you know just for the listeners. But uh, like when I played when I played StarCraft, I was like, I'm going to play through the campaign this weekend. The thing that stood out to me was it moved, like, everything just happened so slow. Oh, you, yeah, you had to turn up the game speed in every single level. Even if you do that, though. Really? I thought it was okay at that point. Not for me. Like, it was, Mm -hmm. like, just waiting for, like, I couldn't beat a mission in under, like, 45 minutes. Really? Even with, like, I got to the point where, like, all right, screw this, I'm just going to turn on, like, uh, like every cheat I can, like infinite health, like reveal the whole map, all that, or you know whatever it was, all that kind of stuff. Like your units can't die, and even doing that, like just to get through the campaign, like I was just bored to tears, just because like it was fun, like it was a good game and fun game, but everything just happened so incredibly so, especially compared to how fast StarCraft Two is. Okay. I respect your opinion, bro. I couldn't even. Like I think I did get through the campaign, but I couldn't. Like it was. It took a long time, and it was a little bit painful. But, like, again, it was fun. It just went really slow. <laughs> so, yeah, StarCraft Brewer, good times. Cool. So, uh, so, so, you, so you had fun? Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Awesome. What's your what race? What's your race? In well, so the problem in the, in the campaign, you play every single race. You, like, rotate. So, honestly, I after playing Hots and playing Zerg a lot, I really enjoy Zerg in that one because I feel like it has such a higher difficulty because you had to hotkey each hatchery and there was no queens, so yeah. you basically got three lava per hatchery and the macro for Zergs was incredible. Like it's so different than it is now. Really? Like I couldn't even yeah, like right now it's like you hotkey all your hatcheries onto Yeah, that was the other thing. You can only hotkey one building per hotkey. <laughs> so it was like Okay, well, I have 16 hatcheries. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah. So, I don't so, know. It was it was, it was very challenging at that point. Yeah. Cool. That's, I'm 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 proud of you. I'm proud, I'm proud of you, Jay. That's a that was a good one. You had a good one this week. Told you, dude. I've been picking good ones. What are you talking about? Yeah, you did a good job. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were coming in there. Yes, yeah. See, I preemptively told you. So so far, we're on a pretty good streak right now. Blake liked his game. He didn't love it, but he liked it. He loves really, Link to the Past. I do, yeah, I do love Link to the Past. Oh, you do? It's okay, you do love not, it. Yeah. You got it. Oh, yeah, it's like my favorite Link game of all time. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Okay. Well, you love yours? And... It's difficult to go back to a game of that nature is the only problem. I'm about to do that probably for my next game, and I'm, I don't think I'm going to have this. I don't think I'm going to have the same problem. I think I'm probably going to end up just loving it, but we'll see. I'm running out of games, actually. I need to start looking for new, some new blood. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid is all. Yeah, let's. Do uh, you guys want me to kill myself? I mean, <laughs> your name. Take I want myself you to out. Give it a shot and see what happens. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. How about uh, me and Jay, me and Blake get to pick your next game? How about no? How about right. only if I get to pick your next game and it's gonna be Dungeon Keeper and you have to beat everything including I, the bonus levels? I already played Dungeon Keeper. Oh, you have to beat it again. I'm not going to do our fans the disservice of <laughs> of repeating myself and playing a game twice. Playing the best game of all time. So you liked your game. Blake liked his. Uh, 
Let's see if we can go for three. You think we got a three out of three? You think we can, no. can pull a hat trick on this one, guys? It depends what you played here. It depends what you played. Yeah, well, what did you play? I played and then wing... I'll give my answer. All right, I played... Okay, okay. Give me your answer. I played uh, the very first Wing Commander. Oh, yeah. I don't see why not. Blake? Sure. Uh, well, you're right, actually. Yeah. Yay! I, was... I have never played a Wing Commander game. Uh, I did play... So, Wing Commander is like a is a space combat sim series uh it, it turned into a series uh i i used to love the uh x-wing and tie fighter games which were space combat sims those were like some of my favorite games growing up and but i never uh, got around to playing the wing commander games and honestly i could not have been more impressed with wing commander one uh so it came out in 1990 and just like like Especially keep like I had fun with it anyway, but especially keeping in mind like how er, like how long ago it came out, like how early in like the history of video games it came out. You know, obviously, video games had been around, but they hadn't gotten close to maturing or doing. It was a lot of them didn't do very many things that were very uh, complex, I guess, at that point. And like just Wing Commander did so much more than I expected it to do. I kind of oh. actually thought. That uh, it was going to be sort of like when I played, uh, when I tried playing like the very first uh, Space Quest game. I don't even think I ended up ever talking about it on the podcast. Like I, I grew up playing like the fourth and fifth ones. I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to check the first one out, and it was like I couldn't even play it because it was so. What system did you play it for? The one this week? Uh, PC. Okay, it's for PC. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like that. Like, I was kind of afraid it was going to be like that. But once I got into the game, I was like, this is an awesome game. So, Wing Commander, it's a space combat sim. Uh, the first thing that I noticed about it are, like, how, like, for 1990, the graphics are really, really good. Wow. Uh, like, they're just, I mean, you know, obviously, they don't, you know, obviously, they don't stand up to anything modern. But they're, like, really nice for a 1990 game, they're, they're really detailed, like, just the detail especially really caught me off guard. And, like, this, the ships aren't technically 3D rendered, but all the ships have, like, different positions, so it looks like they're in 3D. And, uh, so, like, that aspect of, like, the actual space combat is completely fleshed out graphically. Uh, not to mention, like, the three-dimensional space that you have to fly in, which is all, uh, you know, completely uh, you know, coded into the game just very smoothly. Um, the thing that I love about like games, li- about like space combat sims in general, and and one thing that Wing Commander does, and it must have been the first game to to do this really, is it doesn't just like throw you in a level where it's just like tons of bad guys just coming at you nonstop that you have to kill. So like you'll you'll have a mission, and like so your first mission will be like. All right, we're, you're just gonna you're just kind of on patrol. You're gonna go to these. Uh, we're gonna give you some nav points. You're gonna go to nav point one, nav point two, nav point three, and it's all just an open space. And you're gonna just check these waypoints out and then return back to base. You know, if you if you encounter any bad guys, then then uh, then, then then engage them if you can. Uh, and if not, then you know just re- just retreat, but do what you can. And so it's like you're on a mission, and it's and you like you start off launching out of like your uh, flagship. And then you're just in space, and you're just you're just flying through space, and it's kind of like you're just sitting there for a while, and and nothing necessarily happens until well nothing happens like right off the bat. It's not just like you're in a level and there's bad guys now. Like you're flying, you get you might get to nav point one, and nothing happens after a few minutes, and then a couple minutes later, like 
your wingman will be like, I've spotted some, uh, the Kilrathi are the, are the bad guys in Wing Commander. He'll be like, I've spotted some, uh, some, some Kilrathi. And so, and then you got them coming up on you and then, so you'll engage them. And so it like adds a whole level of realism to it where you really feel like you're actually like kind of like carrying out a mission and you're not just playing a video game where you're trying to like kill as many bad guys as possible. And, uh, all of like the bad guys, like they have the same, if not more, like shields and health and weapons as you and everything. So that adds another kind of level of realism to it, where it actually makes it meaningful, like when you kill a bad guy, because it's not just because you have more health than he does or something like that. Uh, what else? The uh, oh, and some okay, so something that was really really awesome about this game, and again, I can't think of any game that predates this one, and not and even a lot, not a lot of games still do this um so kind of keeping with the realism of it when you're on a mission you can fail the mission and then keep on moving forward with the story so there are a lot of branching paths where like you know if you fail the mission as long as you make it back alive um it'll just keep on going it's like and you'll kind of get reprimanded a little bit and then like something might happen bad story-wise like one time I failed a mission and it kind of sh- it showed the Kilrathi like invading a planet and, and like killing all these innocent people, but the, but the, but it's like it just keeps on going with it just so it keeps telling the story and it kind of like punishes you because like one level might be harder because they might have more guys or or like if one, if like your wingman gets killed you might not get to have a wingman for like you might not get a new one for another mission or two, uh like for me for instance I had a hard time with some of the missions. And I, I didn't end up getting ever, like, I upgraded my ship once, but I only got to the second out of, like, four, like, upgrades that you can get throughout the whole game. That's so because I, you didn't complete as many? Yeah, it's because I didn't complete okay. as many. It's because I didn't, uh, like, successfully complete as many missions. So the only way you actually will, like, have to start a mission over is if you, if, is if you actually die in the mission. But if you fail, then you just keep on going through. And so you can actually get a bad ending to the game where you don't win. Uh, there are two endings. There's like a good ending where you're victorious and then there's a bad one, which I actually got, where it's like you kind of have to retreat to another star system and it's like, you know, there will be more battles, we'll fight another day type thing. Uh, so that was, that was really cool, I thought. Uh, the music, the score for the game is, is really, really good. Obviously the fidelity, you know, it's, it's, it's low quality, it's low fidelity music, but, but they did a great, great job with it. We've talked about the, uh, actually the Kickstarter that the, uh, the composer is doing right now for, for, for an orchestral suite of the, uh, Wing Commander music. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really good. So it's like, it's not surprising at all that he's, that he's trying to do this once you actually hear the music. Uh, what, a, okay, so like, so, Really, really awesome game. Like from the like from the second I started actually playing a real mission, I was like, this is this is like the game that I would have wanted to play when I was when I was younger. Uh, I played it all the way through. The only problems that I had with it were I think mostly related to DOSBox. So since oh, yeah. this is such an old game, it has to boot up in DOSBox, which basically like emulates MS DOS and. Uh, I, like, had this weird thing. Some of them I'm not sure if they were DOSBox-specific or not, but I think probably most of them were. One thing that I know was specific to DOSBox, because I looked it up, is I had some frame rate lag. So <laughs> if there are, like, more than two or three uh, kill Rothy in, like, one battle that you're doing, like, it would slow down really bad, and to the point where it was hard to control your ship, because, like, you would push... 
Like, if, uh, you know, of course, I'm not, I don't have a uh, joystick, so that was kind of another, like, mark against me. I was playing with a keyboard, which is definitely not how it was designed to be played. But, like, I would press up or down, and it would, like, wait for two seconds and then move. And so, like, especially in, like, a kind of twitchy sort of, you know, uh, space flight, space combat sim, being able to, to move when you want to is really pretty crucial. So it was really hard to line up shots a lot of the times, which is why I kind of failed a good number of the missions and didn't end up getting the uh, uh, the good ending. I also had this. Uh, I couldn't also. I also couldn't press two buttons at once, so I would have to stop moving to fire. I had no issue like that in DOSBox before. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of. I also had a problem like for some reason my missiles. So you have like lasers that you just shoot, and then you have missiles that you have to lock to lock on for if you want them to like like actually seek out the, the, the guy you're shooting at. And mine, for some reason, I could never get my ship to, to lock on until I just fired one dud missile just blindly. Like it would never lock on. And then it was like, I was almost, it was almost like I was reminding it that I had missiles and then it would let me lock on from then on, which is kind of weird. But, um, aside from that, like, which I, again, I think we're just at my, and I probably could have changed the settings to where, to where all that stuff worked better. I was just, uh, I was blown away with just how like, good this game was. I'm glad. It's interesting. I've never played any of the Wing Commander. I've watched other people play them, but I've never played them myself. I'm really excited, especially to start to like play the other ones now. Especially like especially the third one, which has Mark Hamill in it. Uh but like even the second one, like I really want to get around to it now. Cause I cause I don't think it has the same problems in DOSBox as this one did. Um I did it did kind of get to the point like some of the missions like with all with with these kind of like handicaps that I basically had were were really hard. And so, like, there are some missions where, like, you have to, like, you'll have a transport coming in, and, uh, you'll, and you're supposed to, like, you head out to the nav point, uh, wait for it to jump in, and then once it's, once it gets there, then you escort it back to your flagship, and, like, so, uh, you know, obviously, once it jumps in, there's typically going to be bad guys there that you have to fight off, and so, like, since you, since all you have to do is actually, like, you know, get back to the, uh, <laughs> to your, to your ship. All you have to do is get back to your base to be able to, to progress in the game. You actually do have to, you can't just like exit and then turn around and go back in and be like, Oh, I'm done with my mission. You have to at least like see a bad guy or get to your first nav point before you can do that. So there were some missions where like, especially on the escort ones, <clears throat> if I knew it was going to be hard, I was and if like, maybe especially if I had tried it a couple times and kept dying, I would just like race out to the, uh, <laughs> to like the to the to the recon point as fast as I could. Wait for the guy to jump in. Like basically say hi to the guy I'm supposed to be protecting, and then just like zip the fuck out of there while everybody else is shooting at him, just so I could get back to the ship alive. And keep <laughs> on going on with the game. So that was uh that 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 caused you know a few failed missions, of course. But uh, overall, awesome game. Definitely check it out if you like this kind of stuff. Um, I uh, I had a great time with it. I think I think this is I like especially again for for a game for a for a game that came out in 1990 like I couldn't imagine there being actually a better game than Wing Commander that came out in 1990 or before. It was awesome. I wish I, I actually didn't play too many games from that that specific time. Uh huh. That's something to compare it to. Well, you know, I guess when did I guess Nintendo came out like what 88? year? Eight, eighty six. I want to say eighty eight. Yeah, 89. I think it was the year I was born. Yeah. So, uh, so I'll say there's no PC game probably better than Wing Commander when it came out because I, I guess you know the, you, you can't. It'd be hard to compare it to like Zelda and yeah. Mario and stuff like that. 
But uh, anyway, awesome, awesome game. Check it out if you get a chance, if you like this kind of stuff. Oh, and, and uh, so one more quick thing. It came with, so on GOG, If you, a lot of times when you buy a game, they'll also give you like a PDF of the original manual and sometimes like the soundtrack and stuff like that, like the, the manual that came with the game and sometimes the soundtrack. And, and this one came with the, uh, it comes with a, like the manual, of course. It also came with a, like, a magazine that came with the game, and it's supposed to be, like, a magazine that, like, is, like, like, that takes place, like, within the Wing Commander universe. It's, like, a magazine that would be given to, like, one of the pilots in Wing Commander, and it's, like, uh, it's got, like, tips for staying alive and that kind of stuff, and then it's got news about what's, like, what's happening in your, like, at cool. your station. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, it also came with two other things that it came with that were pretty awesome were, uh, the original product proposal for the game that, like, the developers came up with to get the game approved for them to move forward with, and also a 264-page uh, Wing Commander Bible, which just contains the entire lore of the Wing Commander universe. Uh, that stuff was... If you like that kind of stuff, this is, like, really in-depth and really awesome. So, uh, Wing Commander, I highly recommend it. It was an awesome game. You guys played any of the Wing Commanders? Mm-mm. I have not, but uh, one of my friends from back in high school played a, a few of them, I think, and he always liked them a lot. Yeah. And once you mentioned the like branching storylines thing, I was like, oh yeah, that's actually something I heard about. It's, it and it seems like a really cool concept, especially for a game of that time mm-hmm. to be that ahead of things like that, where you can fail a mission and it's okay. It just changes the way that other things are going to work. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I was so impressed and excited about it. Uh, and even like little things, like when you get back to, uh, when, once you finish a mission and you're, and you're, you know, regardless of whether you successfully completed the mission, when you get back to base, you have to like call up the uh, flagship on the radio and request permission to land before you can actually just go in and end the mission. And then huh. you have to like kind of approach it in the right direction and get down to the right speed. And then it kind of like shows you landing and then it goes on through that. Like the, <laughs> it took me, a couple times to get to figure out exactly how to land. Like I knew you had to do that, but I couldn't tell like exactly which part of the ship I was supposed to approach. There were one or two times when I first started playing it where I would just like end up crashing into the ship and dying. <laughs> Once you get it figured out, it's pretty straightforward. You just have to approach it from the front of the ship. <clears throat> so anyway, that was Wing Commander. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, so you want to move on to our top threes and wrap this shit up? Yeah, now you have to go first, because you're a jerk, and you made Blake go first. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I'll go first. Uh, wait, hold on. Did, you, did any of you guys... Play, I, I meant to ask. Did, have you either of you played any of the X-Wing or TIE Fighter games, either? TIE Fighter games, nope. yes. Wing Commander games, no. Okay. Gotcha. Just curious. Uh, what Did you like the TIE Fighter games? Yes, but it's been a very, very long time. Okay. I loved them. It's been a long time for me, too. So, so top threes this week uh, are top three multiplayer games, uh, classic ones, of course. And uh, we made, I think you guys promised was that it wasn't, you weren't going to somehow figure out how to do Final Fantasy games for every single one. And oh, also Mario Party, Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. So basically you can't just do all the easy ones. I've got one right. easy one in mind just because I couldn't, I had to give it recognition, but I, I, I think I did pretty good on not going for just, you know, like Mario Party or Mario Kart. John Madden football and those. So, uh, my number three 
is the Olympic Summer Games, Atlanta, nineteen ninety six. Whoa! <laughs> For the original okay. PlayStation, I think this I, this was also out on Super Nintendo, but it was PlayStation that I played it on. And uh, I'll tell you why this is number three for me. I actually only played this over one weekend. It was uh, I was I, I was staying at a friend's house. I guess I was. This is 1996. I was like probably in about. Let's see. I was 13. So I, I would have been in like seventh grade, maybe eighth grade, seventh or eighth grade at this point. And uh, I was at I was staying at one of my good friend's houses for pretty much for the weekend, and he had rented this for PlayStation. And so first of all. Well, there's, there's, there's pretty much, it's pretty much, it's, I guess it's an absolute truth that there has never been and will never be a good Olympic video, Olympics video game. Is that, is that safe to say, you think? Have you, have, have any? I've never heard of a good one. Yeah. I'll go with yeah. Well, Sonic and Mario Olympics? No. (laughs) Sonic and Mario Olympics don't count. Uh, so, so he, he, so he rented this game and we played it and I have never laughed so hard playing a video game in my life as I did when we were playing this game because like, so it was, it's all pretty much like tap these two buttons as fast as you can. Like until you get to like, so for instance, like long jump, you would like tap two buttons as fast as you could until you get to the point where you're supposed to jump. And then you're supposed to like, you know, I don't know, push a direction or push some other button. And so like just trying to like get it down and everything, we would like our guys like not quite knowing how to play the game. Like we, like we'd be doing long jump for instance. And our guy would like, run as fast as he could right up to the mark where he's supposed to jump, then, like, maybe come to complete stop and then jump, like, six feet just straight up in the air and land, like, one inch, like, in cover. He would, like, land one inch forward from where he was. And, like, you know, hurdles would probably just, like, run straight through and, like, not even jump, not even, like, try to jump on any single hurdle. And, like, you know, we would do be doing, like, shot put or something like that where the guy would spin around, like, pretty much just throw the thing, like, behind him or straight up in the air, like, just the, like, stupid ways that you would fail on pretty much every single Olympic event, like, again, I've, I just don't think I've ever laughed so hard playing a video game for so long that, uh, I had to give Olympic Summer Games Atlanta 1996 <laughs> a recognition for, for just really giving me a very fun weekend, despite <laughs> being a very bad game. That's awesome. What are you guys' opinions on on an Olympic Summer Games Atlanta 1996? Oh, you know, uh, I played it a lot uh, when I was younger, but I, I played so much that I burned myself out on it. <laughs> ten out of ten, best game ever. <laughs> Better than Link to the Past. Better classic. than Majora's Mask. No, worse than Majora's Mask. Worse than Majora's Mask. All right, let's not. We're not getting this again. Uh, Jay, you're on punishment no, for right now, so Blake, you get to go next. Um. My pick, I mean, trying to avoid all of the obvious answers was a, a lot of, let's say, fun. Yeah. So my first pick. I'm so scared. You're just for it. the hilarity of how bad of a multiplayer game. Don't it tell was. me you also picked Olympic Summer Games. I did. <laughs> no, actually, I went with Battletoads. Oh, that, I actually thought about that. That was. It is. One of the worst games to play multiplayer possible. Dude, it was but, so fun. But fun. It was fun, but it was stupid because you could kick each other's ass. Yeah, that was the whole point. You couldn't. So the game was hard enough without swinging into each other when you're falling down that giant oh, tree. I will never section. forget. 
I will never forget that. And of course, I'm sure I won't even spoil the one, the other section you're probably going to talk about. Well, none of them in particular. Just the whole game. Like, uh, the tree tunnel section, stage two, and then of course, stage three, probably the biggest cock block in all of video gaming history. That's the racing, the hoverbike one? That's the hoverbike section. Oh, fuck that one. I never, (laughs) ever, I never got past that level. I don't know if I did either. I don't know any, I've never heard of somebody getting past that level. (laughs) Just for the sheer insanity of being able to beat the crap out of each other, I had to go with Battle Toads. Good one. I picked a very similar game that gets even harder multiplayer, which is not. Like, if one person died, didn't both people have to start over? Like, it didn't matter if the other guy was still alive. Like, if one person's dead, then you start over on the level, right? I think so, yeah. I think so so as well, actually. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. It's much better than Robert's. Really, uh, really fun, really poorly designed game. <laughs> you remember, I like, I loved how, like, when you would, uh, like, do a combo on somebody, like, you would kick them and your boot would be, like, the size of your whole body. Yeah. Or, like, your fist. It's exaggerated. Fist yeah. Or you'd run into them with your giant bull horns as a frog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I used to have a Battletoad as my, uh, as the background on my phone. <laughs> Alright, uh, I'll give you $100,000 if you can name all three of the Battletoads. Zit, uh, um, Rash, Bubbles, and... <laughs> Buttercup. It was Rash and what? Zit, Rash, and something. I don't think, I think it was Pimple. I don't think it was Zit. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're wrong. Uh, Jay, which one did you Fuck. play? Which one was your number Pimple. three? All right. My number three Ash was... And was he right? Was third one. That's Wait, what are they? Rash, Zitz, and Pimple. Zitz and Pimple. <laughs> well, they really went all out on the uh, on the acne references. Yeah. For some weird I, never that. I didn't know that's what their names were. Alright, mine was actually kind of similar in the regard where you could fuck each other over, which was Rampage. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Rampage, game where you kicked buildings down as big-ass monsters. Well, at, least, at least in Rampage, there was a point to beating up the other guy. Kind of. Like, pretty much how it started. Like, me and my brother would be like, all right, choose, choose, choose. Let's actually focus and beat the game. <laughs> and then, like, he'd accidentally kick me, and I'd be like, you motherfucker, I'm going to kill you. And then I'd kick him, and then we'd just kill each other. Or we'd just kick each other until somebody dies. Holy shit. For some such a simple game concept, like, that was a really fun game. It was so fun. It got so stupidly hard, though, later on. Did it? I don't really remember. I just remember knocking down buildings and eating the people out of buildings and stuff. Yeah, it was good times. That's my number three. That's pretty awesome. Okay. My number two was, uh, I, 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 at first I was going to say Golden Axe for Sega Genesis. And then I remember. I thought a lot about a lot of those old beat em ups too. Uh huh. Mine, Uh, mine probably would have been Maximum Carnage. I never played that one. Oh, man. My number two is another uh, Sega Genesis game. Not a beat-em-up, though. Toe Jam and Earl. Ooh, that's a good one. I haven't played one of those in years. Yeah. Toe Jam I've and Earl. i Oh, really? man, I used to play it. Me and my dad yeah. used to play Toe Jam and Earl. And, like, it was just, like, so, like, the game, like, it wasn't even, it was, like, same thing. It wasn't even, like, a great game, but it was really, like, funny, and, like, the art was really good, and it was just, like, really creative. You're, if you haven't heard of it, it's so Toe Jam and Earl. You're these two alien rappers that land on Earth. I didn't know that. 
What do you, I didn't know what, they were rappers. Yeah, they were. You don't, you don't remember when we were like the huge ass gold chains, like backward hats, and like. Yeah, I didn't, that doesn't mean that doesn't define rapper for me. Well, they were like they were like rappers <laughs> or like hip. <laughs> You're racist. They were like hip hop rapper type. Guys. You remember the music? Like if you just yeah, I do. Stood still. Like they would just like sit there and like bob back. Did they pull like a DJ table or something? If you stood there long enough. Like that, yeah, I think yeah, so. Okay. I think one of them did. Um, and so you're these two aliens, and like, so if it was multiplayer, then you'd each control one guy, or if you were just playing single player, which was pointless to play single player, basically, you would just pick one. And uh, you crash landed on Earth, and your ship blew apart, and you have to like find all the pieces of your ship, and then just to to beat to like finish and beat the game and fly off back into outer space. Uh, but, like, for some reason that's never really explained, Earth is a, like, sequence of, uh, like, ten flat, like, land masses just floating in outer space. It's never even explained why, but that's Earth, apparently. And so, like, you, you'll be on one, and, like, on each one has an elevator, and when you find the elevator, you're, you're just, like, searching around kind of blind around the map, trying to find... The, uh, the, the, the piece of your ship, and then, like, finding an elevator that takes you to the next level of Earth, where you also go around and try to find pieces of your ship. And you also find presents, will, like, which will, like, give you power-ups and stuff. And uh, sometimes, like, they'll, they'll do bad things, though. And then, like, so the bad guys are, like... I don't even remember most of them, but, like, there are little, like... The bad guys were, were kind of where, like, the creativeness came out, where they were, like... They would be, like, little... Like... I, th- I feel like there were, like, gnomes or dwarfs or something like that were some of them. And then there was also this one, like, which was the boogeyman. And he was, like, mostly invisible, really hard to see. And he would just, like, run up and get you and, like, take your health away. And then there were there would be, like, ladies pushing shopping carts. And uh, there were, like, nerds. <laughs> like, a nerd was a bad guy. And just, like, like lots of stupid, silly, little random funny things like that were, were all the bad guys in the game. Uh, and it was just kind of fun, like... Doing two-player co-op, like, like, you know, one person checking out one part of the map, and one person checking out the other to try to find the lost spaceship pieces, and then uh, going up to the next level. And then if you got knocked off of the of the landmass, then you would, like, just fall back down to the previous one, and you'd have to find the uh, the elevator again to go back up. It was, uh, it, it could be, like, a really frustrating game, because it had, like, a lot of cheap deaths, where, like, there would be bad guys that you just basically couldn't, like, get away from, but it was, uh, it was a fun game for the time. I had a lot of fun with it. To Jim and Roll. So proud of you. Mm-hmm. How's it going? Thanks for giving us a full synopsis of the game. As if you yeah. This week's yeah, practice. I spaced out for like the last five minutes. Are you done? I'll I'll let it I'll let it out. I'll let it out. <laughs> this be like I'm kidding with you, Robert. Oh my god, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> I want to talk about what Toe Jam and Earl is. Then play it next week. I don't want, I really don't want to play it again. Exactly. I, I really know that that's gonna be one where I'm like, this isn't that good anymore. <laughs> like Kingdom Hearts. I, been God. there, done that. Just wait till you get to the boogie world, then you're gonna be really happy. Good night, bear. I have not been to a level yet where I'm like, this is a good level, except for Winnie the Pooh. Don't Poo. say Winnie the Pooh. Okay, Blake, keep going. But it doesn't even count <laughs> as a level, so. Anyway. anyway. Uh, so this one just barely squeaks by our ten-year rule, I think. Okay. And the expansions for it don't. But whatever. Uh, I don't talk about a lot of RTSs on here. You guys have gone on about them a bunch. But there was one RTS. My friends actually got me into RTS with a bunch of LAN parties we used to have. 
but they were all good at StarCraft and crap already. And uh-huh, I oh yeah, oh <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. So no, it's not StarCraft. Oh. But then this other game came out a couple years later, and we were all on pretty even footing. Can I, can I guess? Can I guess? A, before you say, go ahead. You you go on. Okay. You, you give your spiel. Okay. Um, the game that I, the RTS that I really had a lot of fun playing with my friends was Dawn of War. Ooh, I like the newer ones. I played the older ones. I never, I, Dawn of War 2 is okay, but the old ones were a lot of fun. We all pretty much played different classes or different races and did our own special <laughs> stuff. You don't play a lot of RPGs, do you? No. <laughs> Not at all. I was joking because you called them classes. I know. Um, it was just a lot of fun. It's based on the Warhammer 40k lore. They've got the Chaos Armies, uh, or the, the Elven Space Marines. Called? What? What were the Elven people called? They were uh, my Eldar. favorite. Oh, they called Eldar? Okay. Eldar, yeah. Uh, my, my friend played Eldar a lot and some Space Marines. I played a lot of Chaos Space Marines. I tried to do orcs, but I could never get into them. And <coughs> that's really where my enjoyment of things Warhammer 40k started was Dawn of War. And we played that game a lot at LAN parties. I remember this one specific time me, my friend Cody, and our friend Ben were doing a three-way match. And none of us wanted to come out of our bases. Because (laughs) whoever left their base first was probably going to get attacked by the other person that they didn't go to fight. So all three of us were just kind of in this, like, Cold War state of building up our armies and shit. (laughs) And it finally got to a point where all three of us were just like, probably 30 or 40 minutes into the game, and we're like, so, uh, where are you guys at? What are you doing right now? Uh, I'm, I'm just sitting in my base. What are you doing? I'm not moving around. And at the same time, without coordinating the attack, they both came in and attacked me. <laughs> completely wrecked me. And I was like, no! No, this isn't fair! It wasn't supposed to happen like this. <laughs> I can't handle two giant armies all by myself. Oh man, it was a lot of fun. I loved that game. Cool. I never played. RTS. I never played that one. I actually never. I actually there's a. I didn't play very many RTSs. I just got really hooked on StarCraft Two when it was out, and of course I used to play all the Red Alert games. But besides that, I don't think I've played any other. Well, I guess Warcraft Three also. Yeah. Awesome. I wish I would have been at those land parties. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, would have kicked all your asses. Not really. Next time, were the orcs in that one? Time machine or something. Were the orcs in that one? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah. And then as the expansions went on, they added in the Necrons and the Sisters of Battle, the Imperial. I remember the Sisters. Game was so fun, man. You're making me want to play. It it was an RTS, but it had different elements to it. I loved it. It was a very different game as far as resources. Like you had to capture points. Uh, like points on oh, the map. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they generate, generate resources. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, you know, I take it back. There was another one. There was a Star Wars RTS that I played for a little while. I don't remember what it was called, but it was a, it was like that where you didn't collect resources. You had to hold on to points on the map. Yeah. The game I think started with the words Star Wars colon <laughs> something. Fuck you. <laughs> I love Star Wars colon something. <laughs> Best game. 
All right, Jay. What's your number two? That was a good one, Star Wars, some other. My number two would be NFL Blitz. Robert and I were talking about this. Well, Robert was talking about a different game, but in the same section. Did you guys ever play NFL Blitz? Oh, yeah. This is like the only football game that I liked. I used to play that after school. We went through a period where, like, right after school, me and my friends would go over to my house and play NFL Blitz for, like, a few hours. Hours, yeah. Pretty much NFL Blitz, you played football, but then you had this bar that built up over time. And when you used it, you basically shit-kicked somebody. Like, you would just pick them up and, like, flip them upside down and slam them <laughs> on their head. Or just yeah. tackle them so hard they, like, fly off screen. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was so fun. Like, even if you were ahead on points, the whole objective of the game was just to destroy the other person. Like, it didn't even matter about winning. You just wanted to do as much physical damage and harm. And people couldn't get injured to the point where they got, like, removed from the game. This uh, was, was kind of so like the... uh uh Football equivalent of NBA Jam, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of the same concept. Yeah, good times. That was a fun game. That was a good one. We were we were one time playing that at my house, and uh, there was this girl over, and we one of us had turned on big head mode, but it was like, oh yeah, I forgot about all the cheats. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like just one guy had a big head or something like that, and she was like asking why that one guy had a big head, and we convinced this girl that there was this actually NFL football player who had an enlarged head. <laughs> oh I came up with this whole explanation. Of the head. I came basically. I came, I came up with this whole explanation about like how like uh, I read in some magazine about how they had to like cre- like custom make a special helmet that would fit him. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> she completely believed us. It's pretty good. Uh, so my number one was uh, this was the one that I couldn't just pick a random one for. I had to give this one some recognition. Uh, it's kind of an obvious choice, but it was uh, GoldenEye. Oh, my Ooh. God. I thought we said we were going to do this shit. I said I was going to do one. Oh, I, my dude, God. Boo. Olympic Boo. Summer Games counts get as five. Oh, days. my. Get out of my house. Get it out of my as, call. It counts as five. Listen games. to this guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can't do. We can't break the rules. Except for me, I do what I want. I'm special. My mom told I said me we so. Could do, I said we could do one. Oh, my God. Listen to this jokester. This but Golden, like so, like I've talked, we've talked about Golden a little bit before. Perfect Dark also was a good game. That was yeah, like that was. Good. It wasn't as much. Uh, it wasn't as much like versus though. It was more of the campaign that was fun. Well, but... well, no, well, I I disagree. I had a I played a lot of multiplayer on Perfect Dark, and it was really? a better yeah, it, and it was better than Golden. Like there, there, the multiplayer was really good. Like you could have turret, like you could set up turrets. I remember there was the sniper rifle where you could see through walls and stuff like that. Like. It was really good yeah, for the multiplayer. The multiplayer had more options in that. Like you could custom make your weapon sets. Yeah. And it, it didn't it have a bunch of mutators? I'm not sure. Huh. I don't really remember, but like so it was the better game, but Goldeneye was the one that I had the most fun with cuz you would always like have the one guy who picks odd job who was of, of course really short and really hard to hit and just completely cheap. Uh and then you could do like like like, uh, knives mode where you only had throwing knives where you could throw at each other, like the only weapon was throwing knives, or you could do it where like the only slappers weapon. Slappers only. Yeah, slappers only, or grenades only was a good one. Uh, golden gun also, where it was like one shot, one kill. You could That's also, so like, you could also get the, uh, if you had the revolver, I don't know if you guys remember this, but if you got it like at just the right level, like aimed like just up just a little bit, it would, uh, you could keep it there. Without pushing any other button, it would be aimed perfectly at their head. So the revolver, if you get a headshot with it, it one-shots them. So that was, like, another just kind of cheap thing you could do. Get the revolver and get it aimed just right. So anytime you shoot somebody, 
you automatically kill him. It's just like as if you had the golden gun. Uh, this is just like one of the games where we would play a lot and like get in like shouting matches the whole time because somebody was doing something stupid or cheap, but it was always so much fun. Uh, and the levels were really good too, like especially the archives, which was basically like an office building. Uh, like there's the levels. I feel like the, were like really good multiplayer levels, and also one of my friends like this was kind of before you had the. Uh, this was like the last uh, first person shooter, I think, really where tur- where pushing left or right on the joystick would actually turn you left or right as opposed to strafing left or right. Oh yeah. People didn't really start doing that until after this game. And, but like one of my friends tried to change his controls basically to do that. And he was using, like he had his controls all fucked up. Like he had like the yellow, you remember the, like the little yellow buttons on the 64. Like he had those for like to look around and then like the joystick was to strafe and move forward and backwards. So we used to always make fun of him and he would be like, no, 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 it's awesome, because you can, like, go into a room and, like, immediately turn around and see where everybody is. But, like, he never actually learned how to use the controls that way. He just tried to every time. So, like, you'd be playing against him, and he would, like, run into a room, and you would see him, and he would look at you, and, like, his guy would sort of just, like, shimmy or, like <laughs> shimmy around, <laughs> look up and down a little bit while you're just, like, unloading on him. And uh, he, he would, like, every single time he would keep defending why he did it, but he never actually learned how to properly do it. So that's kind of funny. But... Goldeneye, that was uh, a good one. That was a good one. I could. All right, Blake Sun. Pass it up. Boo. Blake Sun. Yeah, boo. Uh, mine is also a first-person shooter. I actually went with Perfect Dark. Oh wow! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, it is actually a first-person shooter, and it's another one that I played at a lot of lands with my friends. And aside from Goldeneye, it was really the game that helped me get into first-person shooters. Yes. It had a really cool uh, story mode. Not really story, but like first player, single player kind of a game. And we played it constantly at LAN parties, and that game is oh, Unreal. Oh, yes. Oh, I was about to say Unreal Tournament. Unreal Tournament. The oh, original that's a good and one. 2K4. Yeah, those I are, probably those, yeah, prefer yeah. 2K4, but the, the original UT was the one where I really got into FPSs a lot more. Man. We played it constantly at LAN parties. I went through the story mode when we weren't having land parties, if you can really call it a story mode, uh, beat <laughs> Zan in Zan's spaceship or whatever it was called at the very very last battle. I poured so many hours into that. I am a total flak monkey. Love Unreal Tournament. That's awesome. That was a really good first-person shooter. It was great. Yeah, I love those games. Those are so much fun. Jay, what was your top one? You, you don't know what it is already? Uh, Final Fantasy... <laughs> Final Fantasy... Gauntlet Legends? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what is that about? You don't like Gauntlet? I'm just laughing. No, I'm just, I'm just... Final Fantasy, Gauntlet Legends. I didn't say anything. Okay. okay. Did you guys ever play Gauntlet? No. Are you serious? I didn't play like when I grow gr- was growing up. I basically didn't play any Final Fantasy games. It's not a Final Fantasy. It's not game, a Final Chico. Fantasy. You fuck with. What'd you say? I said Gauntlet. You said Final Fantasy Gauntlet. I was joking. Final Fantasy said... Gauntlet Legends. It's a joke. That sounds like the name of it. I mean, like. No, it doesn't. 
who would have thought like Chocobo Final Racing, and Chocobo Dungeons? Like, who would have thought those are actual names of video? They're games? They're not Final Fantasy Chocobo Dungeons, though, either, are they? Uh, they might actually be, aren't this, they? No, I think it sounds like the name of Final Fantasy. It sounds. Anyways, I played Final Gauntlet, you pair of retards, and Gauntlet was an Gauntlet. P E A R P E A R was a. <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a, a mainly arcade game. Like originally, it, it came out for in the arcade, um, and then it came out for sixty four. But in the arcade, you'd basically go there with you know a couple dollars of quarters, and it's like the Simpsons RPG. Like you would try and get as far as you could into it, and just fail miserably. And it was a four player game, which was really cool if you had a good group of friends. There were four different classes, and it was just a blast, man. It, I had so much fun playing through it, and they ended up making it for the consoles later on, and I still played it like so many times throughout the years and really, really enjoyed it. Awesome. I, 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 remember, I played Gauntlet a little bit. I didn't play it very much, but I, I definitely remember it. <clears throat> it was a good game. Yeah, it's good times. I, I still have really good memories of just, like, playing that game for, like, 12 hours straight and still not beating it. I um I actually just remembered one more that I just got to give a shout-out to, which was Tribes 2. That's a good uh, one. <laughs> me and a friend of mine... First of all, Tribes 2, that was when I came up with my, uh, the, the tag that I use, King Octavius. And, uh, a friend of mine and I created, I didn't remember this until, uh, Blake, <clears throat> Blake was just talking about Unreal Tournament for some reason, it reminded me. We basically invented what, what we called V-pad sniping, which was in Tribes, you had to stand on a vehicle pad to get a vehicle. And typically, like, since everybody wanted a vehicle, there would be like six guys in line basically for the, on the V-pad. And we would sit there, one headshot with a sniper rifle wouldn't kill a guy, but it took him all the way down to, like, one health. And so we would both stand there together and, like, call each other on the phone. I'd be talking on the phone and be like, all right. And we would, like, time our sniper shots over the phone on the V-pad. So people would just be standing still on the V-pad and we would snipe them every single time. And uh, another thing that I used to do in that game was I would get a big transport. <clears throat> they had these big transport ships. That didn't even have guns, but they were just made for, like, getting your guys across the map. And, uh, <clears throat> I would, <clears throat> excuse me, I would get a big transport and get it loaded up, and then I would, uh, fly up in the air and then turn around and run and crash it into my own base. <laughs> and kill everybody in the, uh, in the thing. Sounds, sounds like you had good time. Good time. Yeah. I was one of those assholes. Were you? Yep. Scumbags. Scumbags. Yeah. Yeah? How about that? That was yep. a good list. That was a good yep. variety, except for, you know, the, the one cheap one. <laughs> yeah. Old <Bold> I. <clears throat> I was surprised that uh, nobody liked Halo. And I, I was lied about I'm that. not a Halo person. That was originally on my list, but then it got bumped off by Olympic Summer Games. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just glad it wasn't on there because, fuck it, PC Master Race. Yeah, dog. Oh, yeah. Keyboard and mouse, man. I can't do it any other way. I hate it. I'm the same way. Amen. Uh, for our next top three, I'm gonna dictate what we're doing this time because. <laughs> Dick so what, out. So what we want? So <laughs> I want to. I want our next top three to be just flat out our top three favorite classic games. And that's Can we like. Do this one? I've no, we haven't done straight up favorite. Oh. Um. I was kind of like holding off on this one because this is it's a really easy one to do, and I didn't want to just like it's like seems a really easy and obvious one. But I figured we'd probably do it at some point, and then I also started realizing 
that I think we're probably going to end up like, or at least I will like talking about some of these games, like, well, or at least we'll mention them at Who's some point. Who's to say I haven't already? <laughs> we probably have. Well, I know you have. At least Final Fantasy Tactics. Point. And like, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, you talk about Final, Final Fantasy Trigger. Jay's talked about how Final Fantasy Tactics and Final Fantasy X are his favorite. So I want to go ahead and get these out of the way before we've like already basically blown what they all are. So let's yeah. do it for the next one. We'll just do our right. top three favorite classic games. Okay. Um, and if you're listening. You haven't sent us an email yet, but yeah, you can I hate fix you. that. How dare you? You can fix You're that. You're that guy that doesn't play in the lottery. You can't win if you don't play. <laughs> You're like the guy who doesn't play in the lottery. <laughs> send us your uh, send us your list, and we'll read them of your top three favorite uh, classic games. And uh, with with those out of the way, I think we had. I agree, we had some pretty good lists. Let's get to uh, mail. And with mail out of the way, let's go to our outros. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> you want to? Uh, what's up? Oh, we have our start. freaking happy, happy moments. Our happy moment. Off topic, happy, happy ending. ending. Uh, shout outs to Dark Souls 2 coming out a day early. Oh, even though I can't play it. Yeah, it's coming out tomorrow at like midnight. I don't know exactly. Midnight? Three, Are you going to stream yeah, it? Something. No, I can't stream it. I'm focusing on Balls of Steel practice right now. Dude, you if you stream it the night of a release, you would get so many viewers. I want to, but at the same time, I can't. It's okay. In the future. I'm super upset. Yeah. Uh, plus, it gives a lot of my uh, usual viewers time to play through the game themselves. Okay. So that they can actually tune in and not get spoiled. Because I had a few people that were like, oh, I'm not going to be able to watch if you stream it day one. And I'm like, hey, you don't have to worry about that. Good yeah. guy, Blake. Yeah. That's a meme. I'm making it. <laughs> good guy Blake what doesn't play Dark wants Souls, to play Dark Souls 2 doesn't so his community can play it first yeah there you go yeah oh, shit. or how about good guy Blake stop uh, it needs, stop it now <laughs> needs to practice Binding of Isaac plays Binding of Isaac wow <laughs> that would be killer the most useless so meme in North America <laughs> That's it. I'm done with you. Most useless meme. Hang up the call. (laughs) All tonight. No, uh, actually, I will say the most useless meme I ever saw or attempt at one that I ever saw was, uh, it was, I think it was when we were at um, MLG, Jay, like two years ago. Oh, yeah. For StarCraft, this one guy had a flash sign. And uh, it said, you know, it had like the the flash flash disappointed face. face, Mm -hmm. And it said, why would you be bad? When you can be good. <laughs> yeah. Dude, people ruined that meme. The unimpressed flash meme. Oh, God. That was, uh, that was definitely the worst one I ever saw. <clears throat> Jay, what's your off-topic happy ending? I don't have Oh, wait, wait. Blake, I meant to ask you. Uh, the Balls of Steel race. Did you say that's Friday or Saturday? Friday. Friday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. 7.30 p.m. Eastern. And uh, what? Where? How? Um, I think on that day, it's probably going to be on Twitch.tv... Uh, slash Cobalt Streak. Okay. Uh, and on my channel, you can find me over at twitch.tv slash Slackaholicus. Okay. This is going to be good. This is going to be yeah. like an awesome showdown. I hope so. All right, Jay. You can go now. I'm good. I don't have anything. You never have anything to say. I never have anything to say. Do you have a good game picked out for next week? Nope. You have to get them approved from now on. Well, what the hell? (laughs) Says the guy who picked the same genre for like, or the same freaking title for like four episodes in a row. 
Well, I'm playing Metal Gear Solid 1, uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, Special Missions. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 2.5. Yeah. Oh, the uh, fan, fan-made one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I read woman. a bit of Metal Gear Solid fan fiction. I think that counts. There was yes. a guy on the Metal Gear Solid subreddit a couple months ago, and he <laughs> chronologically wrote out the entire Metal Gear Solid story. Oh my god, that guy needs a girlfriend. That guy... I, 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 <laughs> that guy's I, name is Robert yeah, Ray. Like, <laughs> Robert, remember those Sonic... That, that subreddit of the Sonic <laughs> drawings? <laughs> those were the best. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Sonic drawings. So, like... It was like Sonic fanfiction so drawings, basically. Like, and they were so, It looked like a fucking three-year-old drew them, and they would draw, like, spikes for protection. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Stuff like I Robert that, the like, Hedgehog. It was like, this one has, uh, like, <laughs> boots passed down from his great-grandfather, who was the fastest hedgehog who ever lived, even ten times faster than Sonic. Oh my God. Yeah, I had, like, special jacket. So that fun. fandom is, uh, not my favorite. I wish there was somewhere where we could, like, tell people to go find this stuff. But, like, Google? it's, like, not in one Google. place. It's yeah, just Google, like... Here, here. if you want to hate the world a little bit more today, go to DeviantArt and search for your name, the oh, Hedgehog. Yeah. That's right, that's how you... Oh, yeah, that's what it was. You just do your own name. Because regardless of what your name is, there's a 100% chance that somebody's come up with a Hedgehog. I was so stupid. That. And, like, written out, like, stupid-ass descriptions of his special, like, what's special about him, and giving him some, like, really lame colors... God. I'm sure mine was brown and pink. What the fuck is that? It looks Pepto-Bismol and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I can't take it anymore. I think mine was maybe yellow. I found two that were, like, Rob the Hedgehog. <laughs> One of them had, like, a really long trench coat. That's really all I remember. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. I'm going to move on before I, like, asphyxiate myself just from laughing about it. Uh, my off-topic happy ending is for... Uh, this game came out, I think, in January. The Banner Saga. Blake, you've heard of this, I I, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Have you played it? I have the game. Uh, oh, no, do? someone gifted it to me, and I just haven't had the time to get around to it yet. It looks okay. pretty cool. I've watched a few people play it. It is, it is a really good game. It's a... Uh, I, I'm 20 hours in right now, and I'm on the last boss, and I, like, would be fine if it went on for another 20 hours, just because... So it's it's a strategy RPG, but it also, like, is sort of uh, kind of like the Oregon Trail, and even a little bit kind of like the Walking Dead game, where, like, you have to make a lot of decisions that are, like, really tough along the way. Like, you're, you're, you're basically traveling in a caravan, more or less. I won't get into the whole story, but... And, like, something will happen, you ha- kind of have to decide what to do... And, like, based on, you know, what you decide, something bad might happen or something kind of good might happen. And then when you get in battles, it's, you know, it's straight up a strategy RPG. But it's got this actually really unique system where your health is also the amount of damage you do. So it really changes the whole dynamic of how uh, strategy RPGs usually play out. So, like, because if, like, if you could hit a guy and get him down to one health, like, pretty much any other time, you would want to focus him down and kill him, so that's one less guy. But if he has one health, then he's not going to be doing any damage. So you get into this thing where you kind of focus on, like, whether you're going to try to kill a guy or just move on and worry about him and fight other guys. And uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. The story is really good. 
And I've, I've just been like completely sucked into this for the past couple of weeks. So definitely check out the Banner Saga. That combat system actually reminds me of another one in a strategy RPG for the PlayStation called Karsha. Oh, really? Yeah, it's very similar. Um, basically, the amount of damage you deal, it's not directly proportional, but uh, the lower a target's HP is, the less damage they're going to do in an attack. Uh-huh. It's a really interesting system. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's a nice... It's it's a it's a nice kind of shake up from how things usually are and and they've got it balanced pretty well in this one. And yeah. just aside from that, just like the whole story and even like the the gameplay in between uh in between battles is just tons of fun. I I I'm just completely sucked into it. So check it out. And uh I think that pretty much does it. Any you guys have any last last words? Uh horseshoes. Horseshoes uh Blake uh you want people to go look up Blake the Hedgehog? Blake the Hedgehog? <laughs> right. I, there sure is a Blake, the have, have, you, have you looked up your hedgehog before? Blake? I have not because I don't hate myself that much. You know I what I have you. to do right now? Don't do it. Don't I do it. Not right now. Do it afterwards. <laughs> I won't do it right now just because it's going to take too long and I think we're already over time. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, take yeah. it, I take it back. I just did it. Holy shit. Oh, God. Robert, I'll believe it. But Blake, well, all right, everybody. That's no, it's it even for today. better. It's even better than I thought. There's a video. Oh no. Of a guy. <laughs> oh my no. god. Holy shit. <laughs> I think that's it. Robert's dead. All right. <laughs> that's a great point to just cut out right there. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Please yeah. email us. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> I'm going to click this and I'm going to hate everything about it, alright? <laughs> it's oh, no. Blake the Hedgehog! Oh my god! What the fuck am I watching? In oh response, that's what the video says. It's Sonic you, the Hedgehog. You see the description? Been a while in the making. <laughs> this, is, this isn't happening. That's this you! That's you, Blake! <laughs> what the fuck is that lamp? <laughs> it's a fucking dress. No, it didn't Why It's got eye holes. Eye. It's got eye holes, but the eyes are so far apart that it's, it doesn't, doesn't even line up with it. Why is a fireplace? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, the comments of this have got to be amazing. <laughs> I, the reveal of Blake. What the fuck? I don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> it's by the Nintendo Freaks. Uh-huh. This is 7,000 views! <laughs> I, Holy shit. I, I, I'm going to go... The face looks like a cow. Was the guy filming, masturbating the entire time, would explain the fapping noise and heavy breathing. I think that was actually the fire crackling. (laughs) I had no idea this was going to be anywhere near this good. I'm so sad that I gave you this idea. All right, we're done. You heard it here. You should have just cut it out when you start laughing, Robert. There's <laughs> nothing good after that.
There's a fan film. All right, I'm gonna. Sh- I won't do this on the air, but I gotta check out the fan film in a minute. Also, it's 18 minutes long. <sighs> it looks. Okay. Okay, we'll talk about this later. We'll get back to you on the fan film. Okay. Uh, Bye, guys. So you oh yeah. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. That's All it. Right. Have a good one. Oh my gosh. I hate you all.